Hello and welcome to my podcast, Learn Reiki and Connect, and it's with me, Tracy Matthews. So we are helping each other to connect with the light within. And with that comes our own personal awakening. And it seems that whilst we're here on our planet having our physical lives, we are remembering a part of us that is uh, much deeper It's a part of us that's actually been here before and it's a part of us that you might already know and already be tuned in. You know, we call it by many things, the higher self, the intuition, or it might be for you that inner voice, the bigger me or the soul. It's really that part that is there and that is navigating us. So we're going to be looking really at our physical lives through the lens that enables us to see our truth and understand and translate what is happening to us, what experiences are and what's the meaning behind them. And through that whole process, just really accessing that part that knows why we're all here, you know, because life can be hard. You know, we can hit roadblocks, we can get to a point where life can be anything other than joyful and uh, and have quite experiences that seem to be on the opposite polarity of what we are intending. And if you're going through anything, what um, perhaps you're experiencing or others have experienced or myself included, well, you're doing things because you have to. And when we're living life from that sort of place, it can be really hard. And of course, if we add into the mix of that, our health, and when that goes downhill, and one of the biggest areas that is affecting all of us is that we're dealing with mental health. Now, in my work and what I'm here to do is to help people uncover the energetics to a lot of what they're experiencing in the physical lives. Now that couldn't be any more true when we are hearing voices in our head that is not yours. Now if you've been listening to the previous podcast where we have been really looking and exploring a lot about spirit attachment symptoms and earthbound spirits and entities. So stay tuned don't go anywhere because we're going to continue with the theme of when our mental health goes into a direction that is unsettling, even precarious. And to do that, we're just going to explore, you know, what have we been taught to believe around earthbound spirits and entities? Just explore and go a little bit deeper into the symptoms because I've listed them and a lot have been uh, reaching out and just sort of not quite realising that they've been having these experiences, but just attributed it rather to sort of more of a, a mental health decline, rather than really understanding and appreciating the energetic root. And of course, that's what uh, this space is all about. And obviously, I think it's really nice when we hear real life experiences. I'd like to share some with with you as well. So we are looking at what we said of spirit attachment 
And it's going to really help, as I've said before, a lot of, of, of you that are just spiritual seekers and, and healers, that you've been doing what you've been doing and you've been really holding that space and helping others. But somewhere along the line, you've noticed that things have slightly shifted. Now, sometimes a shift is quite noticeable or sometimes it could be there's an interruption with your channeling. Maybe something's happening and you've not noticed it before. Maybe you've just got this voice that's just out of the blue just has told you, oh, I'm your spirit guide or I'm now here to help you. And you know what? I get that and I'm going to share my experience with you. Because once we're trusting and we're sort of on our path, and especially when we are working energetically, we sort of don't think that it could be anything other than those that we are sort of like from the light that, are, that we're working with. And of course, that is true. Yes, we do work with the light, but we also have to make sure that we've got sort of uh, boundaries and use discernment. So this is going to help those, like I, I previously said, that there are those that do struggle with um, spirit intrusion, intrusion, rather. And they go through intermittent periods where it's awful and then it seems to get a little bit better. Then out of the blue, then it gets really bad again. Or it might mean that there has been sudden outbursts of psychosis where the voices have got really loud, really intrusive, and uh, it's kind of eliciting behaviour on our part that's quite erratic. And, uh, and just how that can be not only for ourselves when we're going through that, but also for our, for our family and friends. So in the previous, you have noticed that we... Um, kind of went through and done a couple of areas for people just to pinpoint and just have a look at and I'd really like to sort of go a little bit slower and a little bit fill in the gaps because I, I did do a lot but uh, there's a lot of nuggets in between each of those um, things that I listed when it comes to spirit attachment symptoms. And um, before we go into that, I think we, we have to sort of look at really belief systems, um, what we are, you know, been told to believe or what we just sort of followed on. And I'd like to ask, what have you been taught about spirits, earthbounds, or let's use different language, ghosts, poltergeists? What, what have you been taught? What do you about them when you hear that what is your emotion what's your thoughts so I'm going to be honest here before I uh, got onto my spiritual journey any mention about ghosts or spirits I would freeze I would just not want to go there there was like a fear that was in there I did not want anything to do with them and I think this is mainly due to what I believed, my religious upbringing, if you like. Maybe you can relate to that. So I was basically taught that anything to do with 
um, Reiki even, or anything to do with stepping outside a religious dogma. If it's not an angel, then it would be a demon. So I sort of kind of grew up and had that quite well into my sort of adulthood of those terms. Does that resonate with you? Did you did you sort of have that sort of terminology? So it kind of fills you with dread, kind of fills you with fear when you think about um, them in that light. Now, this is the interesting thing what I'd like to share. And maybe if you're in that sort of area, you're you're sort of stepping onto your spiritual pathway, you're becoming aware, or maybe you can sense spirits and you can sort of hear them. So really sort of depending on where you are. I kind of went into it with a little bit like, I'll do the Reiki, I'll connect with that because I so resonated with that. But I just don't go there with anything else when it comes to spirit. Does that resonate with you? So I know I might be a little bit extreme with that. And what that did for me, it meant that I wasn't able to connect until a little bit way on in my journey with my spirit guides and with my angel. Because I'd already had that wall up. And I felt quite sort of like rigid um, with that. So then I got to the point where I um, did a a lovely sort of um, little course where it was uh, basically where you could sort of use Reiki to sort of heal different things. And it's done with like a hypnotic voice. Some of you out there might know it as trans Reiki, but it was a lovely little course I did. And one of them was to meet your angel. Well, my heart nearly stopped and um, I did it. And I mean, I don't know about <laughs> you when you've had anything and you faced a fear, but I was literally shaking in my boots whilst I was going up this beautiful mountain to meet my angel. I mean, by the time I got up there, I was nearly hyperventilating. And then I felt the presence of something white some there was an energy and then there was a part of me that said oh it's you now with that came a well-known feeling and such a love for this angel and I have to admit this angel has been with me ever since and I love them because they're always there helping me their energy is that of the light And of all the years that this particular angel has been part of me, it's been all positive. It's been love. It's been gentle. He knows what I'm like. So, you know, this sort of kind of got me moving into the direction of sort of just learning to trust the path a little bit more. And even though there was like a fear still, with uh, anything to do with earthbounds, anything to do with the spirit, I was able to sort of really go into more work. I even started uh, working more in the Akashic Records. And from there, I came into contact with these beautiful spirit guides, which I hadn't even realised I'd put in place and they would help me along the way. So, you know, you sort of, have those wonderful experiences and you kind of know 
and you feel them, they're positive and it feels all wonderful. So that's kind of where I was. And then comes along where we perhaps have another experience and, you know, where you don't quite realise what's happening. And hence, this brings us now a little bit back to the spirit attachments, uh, symptoms. Because if anything like me, when I experience this, and it might be with you, you might be kind of led to believe that they are from the light, when in actual fact they're not. And this was something that I observed as I made reference in um, two uh, of my... um, podcast where I had time to actually sit and view from the inside some of the patterns, some of the things that I went through that I penned down because I thought this, there's a reason why I'm going through this. And it was really, really interesting. All that I was going through from the inside was all energetic. Now, what I mean by that, it was energetic, earthbound and entities and spirits. Now here's the thing, what it looked like to my family and what I could see what I looked like, I had some mental health kind of disorder. My lowness, my vibration went down, I looked lost, I was in meditative trances, I was acting kind of odd, weird and I would have never attributed that to something that is energetic. So that's the reason why I really kind of want to go back over this um, symptoms, because this is just not for people that are bad or negative. This can affect those that are working with the light, you know. And, And I'll explain why even an experience like this has made me love the light even more because when you see it in its absence you know when you see it when it's not from the light it really helps you to appreciate there is nothing to worry about and that brings us on to this other thing the fear that is around entities ghosts and earthbounds are you scared of them because i know i was do you fear and shiver at the thought. And I totally understand why that you would feel that because I felt it myself. But this is another very interesting thing, is a lot of the mental health disorders, and I want to be clear, not all of our negative thoughts are due to spirit attachments. I just want to get that out there for you just to sort of really to understand you know sometimes something triggers us there is reactiveness to what's going on and if we lose somebody something happens to us of course we're going to feel low and our mental health will suffer but I'm referring to when mental health takes on another level and you will know that you might be listening and getting a sense of understanding with that. When mental health then doesn't look like what you've experienced before. I've had loss. I know what that feels like. I've had three people in my life that have 
that I've lost. And quite recently in 2018 with my partner. And that loss and that level and that decline of mental health was reactive. What I experienced in my 10-month experience last year, back in 2022, was completely different. So we just want to be clear on that. It's not all that, but what earthbounds can do and entities, they can piggyback on low periods. And what that looks like for you and I, our mental health will decline. And there will be some very telltale signs that you and I will be able to piece together so that we can get a level of orientation as to what's happening with us. And this is really interesting. There is a personification out there that earthbound souls, spirits, they're all scary. They are actually really behind a lot of people that are feeling very, very low. And we've just got to sort of decipher and look at some of these symptoms because there are very, very telltale sign ones, telltale signs rather, that we can look at where a part of us, that higher self, will indicate that this is the case. So I hope that kind of sort of helps you because I don't want you to sort of think that all mental health and all when we feel low and depressed, it's all attributing from that. It doesn't. This is when you almost don't recognise your own thoughts. It's like they take on a life of it of its own. I used to call it my rogue thoughts. I thought, where are this these kind of thoughts coming from? They were on a level that I personally had not experienced before. So let's sort of have a look because if you would have, uh, you might have looked up on the, on the blog on the website, or you might have listened through the podcasts. So we're going to go through some of them and I want to sort of pack this out a little bit more so that you can identify and get a sense of what is going on for you with these kind of system, uh, symptoms rather. And you will not be feeling good. You will be feeling low. And we just need to be really clear with this Whenever spirits with low vibration are hanging around and certainly when they start attaching to us, they will always make us feel low. And what does that look like? We feel really not ourselves. And when the attachment really sort of kicks in, this is when intrusive thoughts become one of their biggest um, symptoms And of course, we don't even attribute it to that because we're sort of looking at the label and the symptom of what's going on, actually not what's causing that sudden, quite drastic change in our thoughts, which are all negative, by the way. They all have a negative trajectory. So let's just go back now and have a look, because I mentioned one of the things that we talked about was coldness. So I really want to sort of explain what that meant. So it's really interesting, coldness and sensing like a breeze around different parts of the body. So I was really sort of like talking about uh, shifts in temperature. Now, what does that mean? 
That means you are sensing an earthbound. And, and how that comes across, the, the best way that I can describe it, you can be wrapped up, warm, hot day, or if it's cold, you will be sitting there and you will either feel a coldness go by you and that will be round a certain part of your body. Mine was always my nose and forehead. I would feel a coldness and even though when I was going through what I was going through, I didn't understand what it was, I could feel it. There was a part of me that said, this is cold. It's that icy, cold, almost like beam, and that is kind of directed at you. Now, the other um, place that I felt it was my hands. Now, I do Reiki, and I've done so for many years, since 2010. But this was a coldness around my hands. And I have to say that that was weird. Because to me, the energy, and I'm sure if there's any, those that are connected to source, and they've done Reiki, you know what I mean. There's like a warmth there. There's that love. There's that energy there. This was cold. And you know what? I could not put my finger on it. So... Does that resonate? Does that happen? Or have you heard somebody or a friend or a family talk about there's something cold around them? They might be feeling like you're sitting in almost like a cold space with a draft, but there's no door that's open. Like I said, it could be around any part of your body. It might be on your feet, it might be on your leg. And this is really interesting because if you would have looked or, or, or listened into one of the podcasts, I talk about how they go into cloaking and hiding. It took me a little while, a couple of months to realise that they energetically kind of, when they attach to the aura, they also can attach to the physical body. Hence, that's why there's coldness. Now, what that looks like and what it looked like to me is that I knew I could feel something at some level, but I didn't I couldn't put no words to it. It sort of was at the back of my my mind. What is this? What is that vibration down my leg? Why is it cold? Why there? Why is there a random part of my body that is like ice when the rest of my body is kind of warm? Now, that might progress on to where your whole body is shivering. Now, if you've had that, that can be quite horrible. It feels like, and again, from the outside, this could look like you've got a fever. But you're not sort of kind of sweating. And again, you're shivering because you're so cold in the bed. And that's what happened to me. I had one or two nights where I couldn't understand quite what was going on there so I know this can sound a little bit sort of like coldness breezes but this is where I want that part of you that part of you which is your higher self it will resonate with this it will tell you let you know it will just ping you 
give you a sense of um, feeling, knowing, hearing, however way that you tune in, just to let you know, okay, I get this. So that's why I really wanted to sort of pack that out a little bit, because on the surface, coldness, what do do I mean by that? But this is going to be very specific and uh, very noticeable and um, and you'll be probably packed in layers. I mean, I was going around with so many layers. I mean, (laughs) I'm actually at the point of my life where um, because this happened about a year ago where I'm actually going through a hot part of my life. So I was always hot. So family members were like, you're cold. <laughs> so for me, you know, it was completely out of context. So that might just be something that you need to be aware of that will just help you to sort of tune in to these parts of the areas of your body that are icy cold. And that might be really bad when it comes to night time and which you haven't quite realised before. You knew something wasn't right, but now you can sort of tune in. Something else I want to talk about as well is when you see in your mind's eye a face. And this is quite interesting. I'm going to pause here a little bit. You might be quite uh, clairvoyant. Um, you know, years ago, I've always, I've always wanted to be clairvoyant, but feared because I was, you know, sort of dueling on that. But over the years, I've sort of increased and been able to sort of get that sense of, uh, sort of seeing, but I tend to see in my mind's eye. And when there are, um, spirits around, and especially when they're attached, you will see them in your mind's eye. You'll probably get a face. Has that ever happened? Could be a male, female, or you actually might see them if you're a little bit more that you see in the kind of what I call the the, the physical 3D, where you actually might see that or a shadowy figure or sort of like a a figure that is sort of uh, a little bit see-through. I mean, there's many ways that we can see and, and how we sort of intuitively and psychically Uh, that is for a person. But uh, has that ever happened to you? And you know, when you sort of add in the coolness or a vibration or a sense, you'll be able to see spirit and actually see a few of them. If you've got a few of them around you, they'll all look very different. They'll all have some level of a physical form. So has that ever happened to you? Is that something that you can relate to and thought, oh, I've not sort of uh, realised that before. Now, to follow on from this, you might feel that someone's touching you, prodding you. Um, This is quite interesting. It's like you feel like your hair move or something's just touched. And that can be a sort of a little bit like, really? No, that's not. So, you know, this is where we second guess ourselves. But intuitively, when we start really sort of understanding what these kind of experiences mean, we can trust ourselves to sort of uh, know that, you know, this is true. The amount of times I thought that I was making this all up and I was perhaps losing my mind. Well, in actual fact, my intuition and that part of me 
was just quietly letting me know. So touching, prodding. Another thing, something is trying to get into your body. Now, this is a really interesting one. I had that and it was a very bizarre, very weird feeling. I mean, this isn't physically happening. This can be sort of in your mind's eye. At some level, you get that sort of sense or feeling. And that can be very sort of like, what does that mean? So literally, something is trying to get into your body. Has that happened? Does that make sense? You know, and, and just to following on, just to sort of wrap this up and just to sort of share a little bit more, when you hear your name being uh, called, or you feel like you're being watched, you might hear your, your name, someone's called you, but it's not necessarily from a distance, but you hear it in your mind's eye. Or you feel like you are being watched. Now, this is one that I had. I was so being on watch. In fact, if anything, mine escalated in that I was being filmed and that was uh, I was being studied. I mean, it just went on. I mean, it was just crazy. But yeah, this is a thing. So if you get a little bit of a sense of that, you're not going mad. I just want you to know there's nothing wrong with you. You know, this is sort of always portrayed as something that is happening externally it's in our mind and this is why a lot of spirit attachment is not actually in that spooky kind of field it's actually manifesting themselves in this and of course it looks like it's coming from us it looks like it's coming from our mind that something's wrong with us and that's how they go hidden and that's how they've sort of not been picked up. But here's the thing. This is what's happening on our planet Earth. There is a shift. And we're beginning to understand more of what we are experiencing in our physical 3D lives. Actually have an energetic or spiritual uh, root. And, uh, and it just helps us to understand and make sense of really what's what's happening to us. Because when things are happening to us, we are so in the mix. You know, that, uh, and when we're going through anything like this, it can quickly escalate. So I want to move on and just look at a couple of more things to sort of um, help you just to sort of really look at this. Is that you notice that there are one, two or even more different voices that you can hear in your mind and these voices are very individual clear with different personalities so i'll let you sort of sit with that one because this can be sort of uh quite incremental how this happens first of all it's one major voice and then you kind of get another voice another mind's eye of a picture and then you've got this whole thing developing where there are different voices. And incidentally, these voices are talking to you. You can hear them crystal clear. And quite often, these voices are telling you quite a few things, really. 
They're either pulling you down physically or they're telling you to do things. And this is where erratic behaviour comes in. I'm going to share some of mine just to sort of help that this, you know, to sort of help any of those that are going through this. So some of those voices with me were telling me to do tasks. So, I mean, it was ridiculous. I was running around the house doing certain tasks under the pretense of training and that this was part of something spiritual. So what that task looked like where I had to do something, clean something or um, sit there in a trance for a couple of hours and then, you know, and all these voices, all this under the pretense. There's a lot going on when you have more than one voice that's going on in your head, you know, and the conversations that are going on. So this is really mind intrusion. This is busy. You know, does that does that resonate? Have you had moments like that so that you can sort of really get a, a grasp and understand that you're OK? There's nothing wrong with you, you know, because that is one of the things it makes you feel that there is just something wrong with you. So just sort of understanding that the voices are real in terms that you can hear them. So they might ask you to do extremely inappropriate things, you know, and sometimes, you know, you can see people, well, why are they doing that? Why are they, why are they undressing or why are they doing what they're doing or walking around doing that way? It's because this is often um, the voice is telling you what to do. And of course, once we've got that sort of trust there, then we start sort of doing what they say to us. So I know this is quite personal and I know that this can feel quite deep, you know, but has this ever happened to somebody that you know, or maybe it's happened to you? This is not the kind of things that we talk about because they're quite, uh, quite personal. It's quite intrusive. So, you know, hearing voices, and then you might have quite a few of them. So what that looks like to you is that you are typically engaged, listening to what's being said. And this can go to various degrees where you can hear them or whether they are absolutely loud and really sort of at that point where there's a lot going on. Normally when that's happening, you're kind of in a, in a bit of a state that's going to be noticeable by friends and family. So this is another um, thing which I'm just going to shift gears a little bit on this one and just add in when a loved one that's maybe that's past and they kind of are there and that adds another level of um, that you believe this. It's like a validity really of this experience. And of course, you immediately have an emotion. And that happened to me. And it's quite interesting because with that loved one didn't really say anything. Um, but because they were there, I was like, oh. So that kind of added to me that this was real. And of course, that's what they can do. They can sort of hide 
behind a loved one so that um, this strengthens the bond between you and these voices and uh, you know the fact that your loved one is perhaps just like I said they're not quite active they're not speaking to you but their face is there and that makes you think that this is all real and it's true and you're all right that what the voices have said that uh, you know they are who they are and um, and when that happens you know you can really sort of go deeper into the bond because they're bringing something or or a, a facade or something there's already an emotional connection to and of course that will strengthen this experience and then we begin to believe that uh, this is all part from the light especially when they're saying they're from the light if we're on our journey or it could be like a, a spiritual archetype as well so that might be something that uh, has happened or you've noticed now to add to that now this might um, help those that uh, meditate a lot and the difference between meditation and being in a trance when the trance is very busy and of course don't forget we've got all these other things that we've just talked about that's all going on whilst you're having this kind of experience so the difference between meditation, and I love meditating, connecting to source. It's part of my life now, and I love it. But this was different. So the trance for long periods of time. Now, just being spaced out, staring. Now, for this, this played a very big part for me. Now, normally, it would be a warm, loving connective thing and I'm in control of it so for example if I've got 20 minutes or I've got half an hour or I might even have an hour I would be in my meditative connected to source and it's beautiful this wasn't and it perplexed me when it was happening I thought this is odd but you know I was told this is under the pretense of training so I started then to be told I had no autonomy over how long I stayed in a meditative. I'm not even going to call this a meditative state because it wasn't a trance-like state. Now, I'd be in it for hours and I would have to sit in a position and I couldn't move. And I would be numb on one side of my body and it was starting to get a bit of an endurance test. And I couldn't understand why. You know, why would Source be doing that? Why would the, my, this, you know, master and teacher be doing this? But you know what? Like I previously said, there was a loved one's face there. They were telling me this. And of course, a lot of this is all being told. And there was being told that there was uh, training involved. So I kind of went with it. But it was very uncomfortable. I had no autonomy. I was told when I had to do them and one of the worst ones I experienced which I'm going to share with you is where I'd woken up from sleep and they wouldn't allow me to open my eyes use the toilet and they kept me in that for several hours with my eyes closed that was one of the worst ones I experienced and 
And I'm sharing this because I want you to sort of realise if anything's happened like this, not to beat yourself up. Because I still think, as I, you know, I would never do anything that I didn't want to do. But I did this because I believed that who was telling me what to do this or, or enduring this kind of thing, it was because it's for my own benefit. You know, when you're in that sort of state, when you're in, when you're being told that and no one can make you do stuff. But I bought into it, so I was complicit and I have to sort of um, be clear on that so that I was able to continue to do it until I got to the point where I thought, I am not doing this. Something is off. And of all the years that I did meditate and connect to source energy through Reiki, it was never this. Source and energy does not work that way. Being told to sit there in long periods when you are uncomfortable, you haven't eaten for, I had one for nine hours, and not going to the toilet is not good when your bladder is bursting and you're not allowed to move. You know, it's quite extreme. And the reason why I'm sharing that, because if that sort of happened or something similar, it's not from source. It's not from the light. Masters and teachers do not work that way. And you know, and I want to be really clear, I love the real masters and teachers. I love source and I love my guides. You know, and I'm appreciative of this experience so I can share that with others so that if there is anything that's sort of kind of borderline on this, that you're just able to understand this is not something that's going on wrong with you. This is actually attachment and it's spirit attachment. And there's a, always on a negative trajectory so that we can sort of piece the puzzle together. So just sort of to move in now to something else that goes on closely when you're in sort of this kind of uh, experience is that the images in the mind are so vivid. They can be shocking, popping up randomly, even evoking, you know, I guess to keep you engaged or um, to keep the thing going. And it might be images that are still or it might be a film that you're watching you know I developed from images into a film and went through all of it but just to sort of help you to sort of understand that so let's go a little bit more deeper which I, I didn't cover last time so I'm going to share my experiences you so that you can understand and start now tuning in a little bit about these images now these images are something that I'd never had before. Now they can actually sometimes be quite sexual, very inappropriate and I think once I say that you'll be able to sort of understand what I mean. This is not something that you would normally engage or, th or think about, see or anything like that but they're often very shocking images. Now, the other thing that goes along with that is um, shocking images of something that you're frightened of. 
or something that's happened to you. So for me, it was spiders. I'm sorry if any of you are have a little bit of a fear and phobia about that. But, um, you know, some of the images that they were showing were horrific, you know, and that's one of my fears. So for me, there was a pretense of um, even doing, they were asking me to pick ones up. And then because I refused, then it was, they're in your mind's eye, but they're real. I mean, it really got really sort of quite tricky. And I was getting to the point where I was getting quite unsettled and a little bit sort of like, I'm not going to be doing this. I can't do this because I knew that at my core that with love, anybody that's got a fear of anything like that. And I've known for the, the work that I do and how guides and source works and how there's so much love, even when we are working with a past life, that anything that has happened has always shown at a distance and with love. And this was grating on me. This actually was one of the things that kind of clicked me out of this and made me go, "Mm -mm, something's not right here. This is not done with love. So the shocking images, which I kind of, you know, don't really want to go too much in. But these false memories um, being placed one on you, walking over you on your face, you know, all that kind of stuff was really just to keep me engaged just to keep the level of fear there and all this was um, relentless I have to admit now for some of you out there it might be something else it might be a snake it might be holes it might be something I don't know where they will use something that you don't like that there is a level of fear there and they will randomly literally shove that image in your mind And it's distressing, to say the least. So I'm sharing this so that if there is a pattern going on here, and there will be a combination of just what we've talked about, you're able now to tune in, listen to what that part of you is saying. You know, these are symptoms, they're signs. And until I had that experience... I would have never realised that that's what this was, because what it looked like to me, that I was really on the decline, that there was developing in me a real serious mental health disorder, that I'm now skippy all over the place, on edge, you know, because all this was going on in my mind. So I might uh, get you just to sort of pause here and just have a little think about and maybe sort of see... You know, you're drawn to this for a reason. This kind of uh, information is there to help us. You know, the light source, our guides, our angels want us to know what is behind this level of discomfort and level of intrusive mental health when we reach to that level. They want us to understand and just to get a, 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 a sort of a, a different perspective of what's going on so that we can just know, you know, 
there's nothing wrong with us because you know it made me feel I was like rubbish a phony and what on earth was I experiences I I wanted all the light you know and we'll talk about that another time because you know there is many dimensions around there is good and bad if we're going to put that label on there you know so once we waken in our spiritual journey and our path we become aware of the light and we become aware of the dark it's simply the absence of the light and why that is but that would be something that we can talk about and look at another time but for now I kind of want you to get a level of orientation what might be going on with you what might be going on with a loved one with a teenager with a child so that you can help them you know as I've mentioned this space is not to say anything or it's not talking about medication it's not talking about that what we are looking at and what we need to do of course we need to look and get seek help but this space and what I'm here to do and to help is to really get an energetic view of what is greatly affecting you in your physical life. Because from that, we can get a level of peace. And that can start us on the road of healing. Getting to terms, really, with what's really going on with us. And really sort of seeing, well, what's behind this kind of experience? So... I did mention, I want to go back to a couple of things, um, because I talked about the intrusive thoughts telling you to do things. Um, it might be tasks. Um, this bit I, I really didn't appreciate um, is when you are listening to name calling about others. Now, it might be family members, friends or people around you where they are really saying horrible things. And I'm not going to repeat any of them, but as you can imagine... You know, when people are spiteful, when people are horrible and they're name calling others, degrading comments which are out of character. And you know that something, this is not something you would do, that you wouldn't normally say this in your mind. But you know what? You believe it's coming from you. And I think that's really hurtful. And that's one of the things that I started to actually not agree with because I didn't appreciate the people that I love that there were comments that they were saying. And equally, not about just about other people and almost elicit anger or which didn't work with me, but they just kept running that because I don't want to hurt anybody. But I can imagine that this could really can escalate, you know, because you think that they're saying about you and you're saying about them. And well, actually, that's not the truth at all. So comments, degrading comments about others and the worst of it, we think it's a part of our mind that's doing that. And it's not. And just to add to that, when the voices are saying personal and hurtful things to you. Comments about you physically. You know, saying negative things that pull you down and make you feel low, depressed and lose confidence in yourself. 
I just to add to that. You know, I'd never experienced so much name calling that was so derogative and so horrible from someone that claimed to be from the light. You know, and when it was going on and on, I was just thinking, this just, this is weird. This is weird. You know, and out of all what this experience showed me, you know, I had to even apologise to Source and to, you know, my team that I even believed that they would do anything like that because they don't. So this is a real big wake up and a big sort of, you know, message that our loving guides, those from the light, do not speak that way. They never, ever call names. And if that's happening with you, and if you're being told what to say and what to do and how to do it, you might just need to sort of tune into that part of you as to why you've been led to listen to this right now. So that you can just tune into that part of you and, and tweak your lens, you know, and just see a different perspective to what's really playing out in our physical lives. And whilst all this going on, we're not going to be feeling happy. It's not going to be feeling good. We're going to feel low. It's going to be a period that something's amiss, something's not right. And we're just sort of coping, doing the best that we can. So um, I also want to sort of bring on to those that perhaps sort of like um, can hear spirit because uh, in my work, I know that there are those that are more mediumship and they can connect with spirit. And uh, but maybe you're, you, you have a spirit that's latched onto you for a specific reason. And I mentioned that in one of the points. And. Um, and you might not be able to sort of um, understand what they're trying to communicate. That might be a level of frustration to what's, you know, what's happening. And then there might be a level of nagging. And if you sort of fit into that category, then that is when we just need to look at boundaries and sort of put something in place that if we are, because I know there's a lot of people that have um, ghosts for another word or earthbounds or the old man that lives in our home or the old lady, whatever that is happening. And there's no judgment to that. This is not what this space is about. But if there is a level now that the the intrusion of the spirits have got really much worse and you don't understand why, then they're now attaching and drawing energy from you. And this might be something that can help you to sort of see the difference as to what was going on before with you as to what's going on now with you and and how really it is just a level of putting boundaries in place and what that might look when we'll talk about that um on a separate occasion but just for now this might be able for you to just get a little bit of clarity why has everything gone downhill why are you sort of stuck now why has this become a lot more intrusive with what's going on or perhaps a family member has is 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 sort of uh, just saying oh there's there's an old man and he's prodding me and he's he's a you know and then we can sort of like okay this can happen because sometimes children or teenagers don't know what to say and sometimes they come out with it 
and maybe that can be dismissed. But as we can see, this is something that can happen. So I kind of want to go back a little bit to what we were talking about before about the voices. And this is a biggie because this is what happened to me. When those voices pretend to be a spirit guide, an angel, a master or teacher, or maybe they start claiming to be Jesus Christ or Buddha or whoever from whatever belief system that is in place. This is really tricky and this caught me out and it can catch us out because we grow a bond. We love these uh, unseen spiritual sort of helpers and once they start claiming to be that and you know for, for several years I've been, I've been working in the Akashic Records and when I'm reading for someone else I feel that love sometimes I can feel the masters and teachers and the collective warmth and energy when they come through and when a guide gives a message to a person and that's got nothing to do with me it's beautiful it's it's wonderful but when the master and teacher came through there was something at the back of my mind I was like huh because it didn't feel the same you know I kind of almost ran red lights and you might resonate what I mean by this we kind of know that it feels different, but we go with it anyway. And I had to do the work on my side. Well, why did I do that? Why did I run? You know, and I've come to a sort of a, uh, an awareness and understanding with me and, and the fact that I needed to sort of experience this. Because over the years, a lot that I've been dealing with things that have not been right. Mental health has gone through an absolute intrusive level and there's been psychosis and they're on their spiritual journey, but they don't understand what's going on. And to be honest, neither did I. I could only you can only sort of work with what you know, but this is experienced, which I'm grateful for, has helped me to now understand what is going on for a person. And when they are claiming to be that. And uh, and how we just need to use a little bit of discernment because all the indications were there. All this was inside. I was going, really? Hmm. But, you know, this is what happens with this kind of experience. So that is one of them. Is that going on for you? Has a guy all of a sudden popped out from nowhere? And I want to be really clear here. That there is wonderful work that our guides from the lights do. You know, our angels, you might be channeling. They are incredible. You will feel the difference. That will be from the light. There will not be a negative trajectory and it will feel good. So I really want to add that in as well because there is a, a lot of good stuff. This space is when we know something's right and on the outside it's going downhill for us. We don't feel good when these experiences are happening. Whereas when you're channeling and when it's coming from source and it's coming from the higher self, 
it's coming from a guide. It's different. It really is like night and day. So if that is your experience, then that's wonderful. But this space is really to highlight and just to understand the context of behind when it's gone wrong, when it goes off. And when that guide or that archetype that we've got then there or whoever it is that says and we feel different trust that part and especially if it's negative and what we're talking in terms of negative when it really doesn't have a good to say about anybody or for ourselves and that brings us on to the next one because I talked about battling inappropriate vulgar language sexual suggestions from maybe one or two or from all of the individual voices will be something that will be have to keep in check. Now, I wanted to sort of bag this out a little bit and understand what, really what I'm talking about here is that one of these uh, voices wants uh, to have a sexual intimacy experience with you. And that might feel wrong. It did for me. And I'm going to be honest. It was, I just didn't go there. I knew it felt wrong. I couldn't understand. And, you know, I, I, they came back with, oh, you've forgotten what it's like. This is what we do in spirit. You're in a physical life, you know, but yeah, you can, you can do this. That doesn't resonate with me. So I kind of wanted to put that in and really sort of help you to, people to understand that, you know, if this has been an experience and you don't want to go there, you do not have to. And this is never, ever something that a guide from the light or any those from source would ever want from somebody that's in a physical body. It just is not something that we do. And this is something that spirits do, earthbound do, or spirit entities do, so that they can live vicariously and have those kind of uh, physical experiences. I just really want to be clear on that. And uh, if that is something that has happened or something that is being, you know, that is in your experience, then you can refuse. You do not have to go there. So just lastly, we just want to look at one other area which I touched on. And this was all to do with sleep. Boy, when you're going through anything like this, you can't sleep properly. And uh, sleep is interrupted. It's either not getting to sleep because there's all sorts going on in wherever you're trying to sleep. Or there's like uh, you're woken up and you're jilted out of sleep, completely draining you. And again, I kind of want to share a little bit of experience to what that looks like. Now, it might mean that things in your mind are approaching you either from the bed or in your mind and it kind of prevents you from going to sleep. You might feel really uneasy that you just don't feel safe. It, uh, you might have things start going off in the room. You know, I had that experience where electrical things all of a sudden start cutting in. And uh, that can unnerve you. That can make you feel. But I just kind of want you to understand 
that's it's an experience that happens. It's all part of this. There's nothing going on wrong with you just because you might be sensing this and feeling this and it's overwhelming you. And being woken up and jilted out of sleep, I was jilted. That was my main thing. I had obviously some of that, which I talked about, um, the stuff that was going on in the mind. But mine was being jilted out of sleep early in the morning, which was really awful. And that drains you. And there's a reason why they do that, so that we do not have an astral uh, travel. Now, one of the things which is really beautiful and always talk about this when we share, when we're either talking about uh, Reiki or when we're learning that and tapping into source energy and understanding the frequencies, or if it's an Akashic record reading and when we're talking about our guides, our inner guides and outer guides, they love us. It's beautiful. And every time we go to sleep, we astral travel. We're traveling out of the body. The body needs to sleep. The soul doesn't. Now, we have a guide that helps us to travel. When we go through anything like this, which shows up as a mental health issue, which is all part of what we've been talking about, but that person will not be sleeping properly. And the reason why that earthbound spirits or entities do this so that you do not get the adequate life force energy, that vital force energy that we all need in order to function better and feel better. They interrupt it. So, you know, and especially if this has been happening over a period of time or it might be intermittent, this is another thing that happens, intermittent, where all of a sudden you have all of this going on and then it feels like it's disappeared. Actually, it doesn't. I talk about that in another podcast where they hide this is where you'll still get a sense of parts of the body that they're still attached to. Or you'll be able to hear those thoughts from a distance. And of course, what that looks like for you and I as we're going along in our life, that our mental health is just not getting better. You know, so I kind of wanted to sort of um, bring this out so that uh, people get a little bit more of what I was referring to when I was talking about these various symptoms and, and quite a few of you have reached out. Um, I wanted just to understand a little bit more and I hope that uh, this will give you a little bit now of the awareness and the, the cognizance around this kind of experience. Like I said, not all mental health is spirit attachment and I please, I really want to sort of be very clear on that very clear it's when it turns to a place that you haven't experienced before and this is what we're talking about this is the context of what we're talking about and you're not going to feel good you're going to feel low you know they're feeding off your vibration they're feeding off they're draining so you're not going to feel happy you'll know something's wrong that's when we do a trip to the doctors, that's when we do in our physical 3D world because we've got to do something, you know? And that's why this space is just helping us to get to the root energetically 
of what has gone on. You know, and there is no judgment. I just really want you to, to say to you, there's no shame if this is going on. I felt like, oh, you know, the worst person when I went through this and how do I help people and how could I then be still doing my work if I've experienced something like this? Yes, we can. We all can do whatever. There's no judgment with this. We've experienced something that's been hidden. It's not the scary thing, you know. It's it's not the the horrible sort of spooky thing that's portrayed. It actually affects our mental health and we go downhill. And at its worst, it looks like our mind has gone out of control. When in actual fact, it's, uh, it's not our mind. We misinterpret their voices as being part of us. So there's nothing wrong with our mind. It's just that we're now becoming conscious and aware that there is something that has been, you know, we can pick up, we can hear because we are intuitive spiritual beings having a physical 3D body and having a, a physical human life. So when we come and experience anything like that, it throws us off. And that's why it's a consciousness on our planet now to really get to the root and the energetic reason as to why we might be experiencing anything like this. So I hope that's helped you. We will dive a little bit more and we're going to have a look at the home in another podcast and uh, look at a little bit more in how to break free because it might mean that you're still aware and that's okay. And I kind of want you just to know that we can't undo consciousness. This is a real interesting thing. We can't undo it. You know, once we start to sort of hear spirit, see it in our mind's eye, you know, I'm aware that with a coolness that's around, but it's not attached to me. And there's a difference. And with that, we become more intuitive and psychically aware of um, spirit. You know, I was aware of spirit before, but that has really gone up now. So this experience also can be a positive one. And, uh, and that's really why I'm sort of sharing this and getting this out there. We'll be talking on all sorts of topics, all sorts of things. And I'm here to help people to sort of unravel what it looks like in the physical 3D life to actually, what is the stem of it? What's the root? What's really going on from a different spiritual perspective? So I hope that has helped you. And I hope that uh, you find peace if you're going through this experience and uh, that there's nothing wrong with you. And, uh, and I hope you find it useful. Please stay tuned to others and maybe have a look at some of the other podcasts that I was talking about. And uh, Clairsentient, is that your gift? That's a huge one on our planet. You know, the amount of people that that shows up as something's wrong with them, that they're oversensitive and weak when actually it's an untapped gift of clairsentient. And if you haven't already, 
then please do listen to that one and tune in. I'd also um, sort of direct you that if you haven't already, please subs um, subscribe. And uh, whether I'm not sure what platform you're listening on, whether it's YouTube, Spotify and some of the others. But uh, please uh, do subscribe listen in because I will be putting things out weekly for us so that we can just sort of uh, talk about some of these things that we're experiencing in our lives. But I'd also encourage you for more information to please go on to the website and just visit learnreikingconnect.co.uk because there I, um, I, I do teach the in-person courses but I've also put together an online Reiki course. You know, one of the biggest thing to help people that are dealing with anything like this, spirit intrusion or whether it's attachments or anything like that, is to really connect with the white light. Connect the source with an intention. It is so powerful because what that does, it raises our vibration. And, you know, when you're going through anything like this, the last thing you'll be able to do is center your mind. And that's why connecting in and using a most powerful method that has been left in our consciousness. And that's the pathway of Reiki. So take a look at that on the online or if you prefer something more in local, if look for a local teacher to you if you're in a different part of the planet you know, on the globe, rather, <laughs> you know, if you're living, a lot of listeners are listening in different parts. So take a look. Or if you want to have a look on the uh, online, then it doesn't matter where you are on our planet. That's a beautiful thing about online. You can still learn some really good, powerful ways of starting to free ourselves, connect with that part. And then when that happens... And once we get cognizant and we know this is not our mind, this is spirit attachment, symptoms and intrusion, then the inevitable happens. They've been blown. And I talk about that. So please stay tuned and uh, look out for some other topics and uh, the weekly and, uh, and do take care. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. So take care, as I said, and... Bye for now.